And we are back with another Black Widow Creep podcast. New episode every single Wednesday and Sunday. I'm your host, Ben Haggerty, aka uh, whatever my IG is called, Ben Rovers World. Um, today is exciting. It's very exciting because we are about to announce the winners of our first ever Black Widow Cream X Dutch Bros Coffee Contest. Um, I say first ever because we have decided to do a second contest. And today is that announcement. I'm about to tell you guys about the second contest. The reason why we're doing it is because the first one was so fucking ill. Everyone went nuts. Um, all of our submissions were fucking... It was hard to pick, guys. It was hard to pick a winner. We narrowed it down to like... 10 and then had to get it down to three and then we had to pick one and it was like so stressful um so with that being said i know last week i said i was gonna announce it on the morning roast today but what we decided to do i'm about to record a youtube video and we're gonna make it so just youtube.com slash black window cream if you go there right now the video that i'm talking about right now will be created by this point that you're listening to this um but what i want to do is just sit down and i'm gonna highlight the top 10 um submissions that between black window cream and dutch bros that we really liked i'm gonna watch it in real time i'm gonna review it as we go um play everyone's work there were so many amazing submissions i was blown away by it um the prize that the winner got is amazing they got a thousand dollars um cash prize plus they got to build an ongoing working relationship with dutch bros which is fucking crazy because that company is so big um and i thought that was an impressive prize and then dutch bros was like yo let's do another one and provide even more opportunity and they raised the stakes but before i get to what those stakes are make sure to go to youtube.com slash black window cream subscribe first if you haven't because we're trying to get lit um and, and watch this video because these submissions are great and it can give you an idea of like the different types of talent that creators have when it comes to giving them one simple phrase, which is the most epic morning coffee session. And this is all of their submissions for that. So check it out. Um, thank you for competing guys. You guys all killed it, Gr guys and girls. I'm not just saying, I say guys, meaning all of you motherfuckers. Um, but yeah, you guys killed it. So with the second contest, this is it. I'm gonna kind of hone in on my notes that I wrote because it's easier if I just read off this shit instead of trying to ramble it all out. But basically, Dutch Bros wants to unleash your creativity. Each year, Dutch Bros puts on an insane event called Cocha, where they fly thousands of their baristas to PDX in Sacramento, California um, for a massive celebration of Dutch Bros culture by competing in this Black Window Cream X Dutch Bros contest. You will have a chance to win an all-expense-paid trip to Sacramento on August 13th to create content at this event. And yes, Dutch Bros will be covering your room, travel, your food, plus they will not only be giving you a media pass to shoot at this festival, this internal festival that they put on, but they will be paying you to shoot that motherfucker. Yep, they're going to be paying you $1,000 to come shoot their own festival headlined by John Bellion and AJR. This could be your chance to get some real portfolio work to take your career to the next motherfucking level. Um, John Bellion's an incredible artist. I've listened to his music for years. His photographer, Dexter, is fucking sick with it. Uh, I've been meaning to get him on the podcast. Can't wait to do that. But definitely definitely jump on this motherfucker because we're literally now not only giving you money but flying you somewhere which is insane um so pumped on that so what is this contest and how can i compete you ask uh dutch bros wants to send 150 black window cream members three i did two with my fingers but i meant three <laughs> brand new unreleased shirts 
for you to get creative with. I'm wearing one of the shirts right now. Here's, I put two on the other lap. This shirt right here is pretty fucking fire. This shirt right here is pretty fucking fire. If you're not on YouTube, you should be checking it out. Um, they're sending you three of these shirts, guys. To the first 150 people that sign up for this contest, the creative concept for this contest is mob the streets. That's all we're giving you. However you take it, I'm excited to see what you take in and create out of that, but mob the streets is the creative concept. Your objective is to create the illest set of photos and or videos of these new shirts as if you had been hired by Dutch Bros directly. This is your fucking chance to show a massive brand your ability to create on a high level and potentially get hired for future jobs. This is like your resume, people. Like you have an opportunity to show this major brand your resume. What will you do to stand out amongst 150 people? I'm very curious to know what that is. We're looking for the illest photographers or videographers who think they have what it takes and consider them, shit, I can't read my own writing, considers themselves a professional who would kill to level up with this opportunity. I, this is the whole point of me starting Black Window Cream from the Jump was to find ways to provide opportunity. I'm pumped as fuck that we can do things like this to have two back-to-back -back contests with a, a brand like Dutch Bros is incredible and I'm pumped. So. I want you guys to go as hard as you fucking possibly can. Show the power of Black Window Cream and the creators that are in this community because I know you guys are going to kill this shit. Um, you can submit photos or videos or both. Um, one video, 15 to 30 seconds, a set of 6 to 12 photos. You can sign up at bwnc.dutchbros.com at 7 p.m. Pacific time on Thursday the 11th. Okay? So in two days. Be ready, mark your calendars. 7 p.m. Pacific time, you will be able to sign up as soon as the site goes live. 150 people, that's all we're taking. So make sure that you're one of those 150 people, otherwise you cannot compete in this contest. It's United States residents only. I'm sorry to my Canadians and everyone else on earth, <laughs> but shipping logistics is a motherfucker. I know they sent out a couple packages to our overseas creators who signed up before we told everyone that was US only last time, but um, so, so shout out to you guys for getting on that. But yeah, 7 p.m., um, just hang tight too once you sign up. I know people fill out the forms real quick and there's no automated message that comes to you, but within the next day or two, Dutch Bros will immediately send out your order and you'll get a confirmation email that comes straight to you that says your order has been shipped, it's on its way. Um, if you don't get that email within a few days, feel free to write the email on that website, uh, a message and just ask about it. Um, but that most likely means you didn't make the, the 150 cut. Um, so just hang tight. I know a lot of people DM me and shit. Please don't DM me. Just wait a little bit, have patience. They will send it to you. Uh, and the winner will be announced on August 4th. Oh, you have to submit your content by the 31st. July 31st is the, the final date to submit your content. So make all your illest shit, submit it by the 31st by emailing bwnc at dutchbros.com with a, a link to your Dropbox, your Google Drive, whatever. All these rules are listed on the website. So bwnc.dutchbros.com. Everything is listed there. So, you, so don't worry if you're not writing everything down right now. It's all listed there. Um, yeah, and we will announce the winners on August 4th. We're excited to watch all this content, see what you guys create. Very pumped on this fucking challenge. Um, Man, I hope we keep doing more of these. This is fucking fun. It's really fun to see what you guys create and I'm pumped on this. I'm sorry this is a long intro to a morning roast, but I felt like it was it was uh it needed to be said. I wanted to make sure I got everything out there. So Make sure to see who won contest number one with Dutch Bros and Black Window Cream. That video is on YouTube right now, youtube.com slash black window cream. Um make sure you sign up this Thursday. Don't forget bwc.dutchbros.com and uh that's it. And if you were on Patreon you would have already known about this because we told everyone a little bit early. So those motherfuckers already dialed in. 
patreon.com slash black window cream if you want to hop on there and get involved in our discord channel that shit is lit and that's it let's get into this week's morning roast which is what if instagram died tomorrow i mean what if be fucking crazy are you ready for it attention if you stop this podcast recording at any time you will die i don't want to die do you want to live you have 24 hours to share this podcast with five people or you will die i'm kidding you won't die you're just weak shit for not sharing and the winner of the best motherfucking podcast goes to Black with no cream. What do you think? It's so fucking dumb and so fucking Ben Haggerty. I knew you would say that. And we're back. Um, this episode is titled, What If Instagram Vanished Tomorrow? Could you imagine? The reason why we're talking about this is because right now we are, by the time you'll hear this, it'll be a week since we've recorded this. But today, the trending hashtag on Twitter is hashtag Facebook and Instagram. And that's because Facebook and Instagram are fucking acting up and down and nothing's working and the app's fucked. Someone posted currently everyone on Facebook and Instagram and it's just this picture of this old lady and it says, I can't see shit. (laughs) And she's holding up her glasses. Um, But it made me, we had this conversation before. Remember last time Instagram went down for like an entire day and everyone was tripping out. They were saying shit like Instagram models are no longer Insta or are no longer models. Yeah, Our models are no longer models anymore because uh-huh. they don't have a fucking four million followers or whatever. Right. <clears throat> but I think it's interesting because for creators, for instance, today I was trying to put together a deck and I needed to find some picture pictures of creators that I know, and I was like looking to get just literal headshots of them, and I know that they exist, but their Instagram nothing was working, so I'm like, fuck, what do I do now? So then I'm like going to look for the website. Some of them don't have websites, which I'm one of them mm-hmm. rebuilding right now. The second, like the next thing that I would notice that was common was that if I did get to their site, they have very little about them or even would show their face, which is one thing, but like, and then on top of it, there, a lot of their work wasn't there. And I, I know from me, I had a website and I never updated that shit. I just didn't. Cause I was like, oh, Instagram is it. And we've had a podcast called Instagram is my resume or whatever the title was. Is a new resume. Is Yeah, but it is, it is a resume and it is a place to showcase your shit, but I don't think it should be the only place that you do it because what if a motherfucker vanished tomorrow? You know what I mean? So I don't know. That was, this is a good topic, right? Yeah, I love this topic. I think, uh, well, just to preface before we start going into this to not confuse it with our other one. Instagram as a new resume is still a fact. Still in the sense of like, you will, the way to get jobs now and the way to like, the way you're gonna get into these opportunities and the way that people are gonna find you and still the way that people, the first thing people are gonna look at when they they figure it out if they're gonna hire you is your Instagram. So Mm -hmm. you still have to, your Instagram has to be fire. You still gotta put invest in it and then care about it. But the idea of this and what we think is interesting is if you're, if the only value, like if your entire value is completely predicated on your Instagram, right? The amount of followers you have or the content you have on there right. or whatever, and you don't have any other source in order to like show for your work and your skills, it's crazy to think that the minute Instagram goes down for any of these people who only derive their value from Instagram, like they're shit out of luck in terms right. of like, you can't show people things, people can't find you, people can't see what you're doing. And so I think, this topic goes a million ways, but 
like Ben talked about, one is the fact that like websites and portfolios and reels and stuff that you can have elsewhere that have your that that's that are clean that have your stuff safely that have all your work and your about me's and your contact info is still super important. Mm-hmm. And also the idea of like imagine if you only connect with people or people only know you from your Instagram and they don't know you for your name at least or they don't know you outside then the minute Instagram goes down your connection to all these people goes goes away. Right. So like you still have to invest in like making relationships in person outside of Instagram, right? If you're connecting with creators, you want to try to find a way to connect with them on a human level outside of Instagram so that if Instagram went down tomorrow, you still have your contacts. You still have people that are going to hit you up. People still know who you are, all this stuff. I think that's super interesting. It is. um, The other thing is about funneling. Like using Instagram to like, it's one thing to showcase shit, right? If I go to anytime, honestly, someone's like, Hey, I need someone to do something dope. Well, first thing I do is go to Instagram, search their name. Cause it's like a fucking search engine, find the person, click on it, see the last nine relevant things that they've done. Scroll if I have to. But then as soon as I see something that looks like what I'm looking for, I click that shit, watch it, decide if you're trash or not. Right? Mm-hmm. Like it's that simple. Maybe I'll go above and beyond. And if there's a website, <clears throat> sorry, I don't know what the fuck I'm choking on sour cream chips. God damn it. <laughs> uh, if I go to the website, there may be more shit there depending like if I click it real quick and it looks like it's going to have something promising on it. Or if you would go to my old website, it still looked fine and had shit that was worthy of looking at, but it wasn't my most recent projects, right. honestly. And so you make your decision that quick. And I'm sure mad people have passed on me just because I haven't updated my website and they just have no idea. Or maybe they saw one thing on Instagram that someone shared to them that I posted t- two years ago. Like, oh, that's cool. And for some reason, they go straight to my profile, straight to my website, and don't find that content. Whatever it was that I was sharing, it's not there anymore. So it's like this weird idea of how you funnel shit back and forth with the idea of like, look at Vine. Vine crashed and died, right? Everyone that was on Vine, Sean Sauce talked about this in, in our podcast with him, but like, Sean had a million followers on Vine. And what he started that's doing great. was working. Uh, with other creators to help them build their brands versus uh, what uh, some other creators were doing were migrating their fans off of that app to to other platforms. So they would take them to Instagram, take them to YouTube, et cetera. And they were able to do it and get like a high success rate of people to travel over like King Batch, Amanda Cerny, all these top tier, Logan Pauls, all these motherfuckers that came up on Vine were able to get those people to go elsewhere before that shit died and that helped them. So that, that funnel process was super key. Hey guys, check this out. This is a six second video. If you want to see a fucking six minute video, go over here to YouTube and check it out and subscribe and blah, 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 blah. Whatever they did, they did it right. And it worked in the, and then Vine died and they were prepared for it. It's like fucking the idea of I'm from Iowa, so we have tornadoes. And if you don't have a tornado shelter, you're fucked. So when that fucking alarm goes off, it's the most terrifying sound in the world and it's dark out and you're like, oh shit, I'm about to get hit you go straight to the basement and you have like your set things in there that you may need in case the power goes out in case your fucking roof collapses, all this shit. Like you want to have it set, um, for a disaster, right? So in the case of if Instagram is your bread and butter and you're known for your Instagram, is there another way that you can bring at least your clients, at least the people who are going to pay you? It doesn't, it might not matter if you have fans, but the people that are going to pay you, how do you get them to go beyond just your IG, right? To go off of that and maybe go to your website or maybe just locking in like a Rolodex of people that you stay in touch with via email versus just the IG DMs or whatever it may be. Or if you are connecting with them on IG DMs, you're pulling phone numbers like, yo, let's swap numbers, blah, 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 blah. Who knows this app could die and you'd sound like a fucking lunatic for saying that shit. I'd be like, dog, you can just ask me for my number. But like, 
Yeah, don't you don't have to say that, but that's I know, but like right, yeah. that that that's, that's tr- at least you're preparing because who knows what happens when that shit goes away. You're right. fucked. You're literally fucked. So I think yeah, being able to funnel back and forth as prop is like super important because you could say, Oh, hey guys, I'm upload I'm uploading like mini little vlogs or whatever on IG stories daily. And that's what you advertise on your website because maybe your website gets a lot of traffic. So now people know that they can go over here to get this. But on your website, you're giving away just this. Like this is where I put all my official projects that I do with clients or this is where I sell my merch or whatever the fuck it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like finding the finding the balance between the two, but you want to do it in order to like have people become trained to understanding that this is where I could go. I knew when Morley would have his, do we talk about that in this episode or the one we just recorded before this? Just one before we Oh before shit. Before. All right. Well, Morley is a street artist and filmmaker and stuff. And I remember growing up getting his website and looking at it and just being mesmerized by all these projects and all these different things that was on the site. Like there was nowhere else to go. Maybe he was posting this shit on Facebook, but like that's a feed of full of other garbage. You know what I mean? And that's like, but he, this is the stuff he knew I wanted to see that I would be looking for as a filmmaker fan and also for clients to come look at it and be like, wow, he's done this, he's done this, he's done all this shit. It was like a, a very organized way and it's strategic for it. And even in the pitch I just did today, it was like organizing one landing page that could showcase everything I was capable of doing on all spectrums. You know what I mean? And I even miss them. They brought it up like, oh, hey, but did you, you didn't talk about this. Do you have any access to creators that do sound design? And I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, absolutely. We do. I just didn't have it on here. That's now what if he didn't ask that question and he went elsewhere because I didn't say I had that. Now I just lost a bag, right? Mm-hmm. And my sound designer may have lost a bag and blah, blah, blah. As a production company, I may have lost it because I did not make it as clear as possible that I can facilitate all needs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is super interesting. So it's yeah. like getting them off and then staying there because if that shit, if I just said, hey, and I've done it, hey, do you have a card? Nah, I just have Instagram. If you can't figure out how to get a hold of me on Instagram, like uh, we can't do business. <laughs> like I'll literally say that to people. They're like, yeah, I mean, I feel it. All right, cool, we'll hit you up. And they do and it's fine. But like, it <laughs> What if I did say that last year and then this year Instagram's dead and they're like, ah, fuck, he told me to hit him up on Instagram. I have no idea what his real name was. I have no idea what his website was. Facts. I only know his, his avatar. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's so interesting if it, what, that shit would be crazy if it really yeah. went away. You just went off, preached, preached everything he just said. Um, what if, I think, what if the terrorists, I think the, the, the terrorists what, what I, I'm IG. so glad you brought up the vine shit because that's like the fucking perfect example of this yeah. thing. And it's the idea of like, and I don't, and I, I'm speaking, but like, I tell myself this all the time. I just told Ben, like, man, I need to get on Twitter. You know what I mean? I need to be, for example, if Instagram went down tomorrow, Raven Raven is popping on Twitter. Mm-hmm. She's good because her fan, she's built her fan base elsewhere. The Vine people were successful that are so successful now, like you said, were smart to be able to migrate that power in the audience from Vine to Instagram and YouTube because the minute Vine died, the people who didn't do that and weren't, didn't migrate those fans and build like a, an ecosystem are fucked now because they can't show people their Vine and say, look at how many views I used to get. It doesn't matter anymore because people aren't finding your stuff. Luckily, Vine fans were so like interested and so like obsessed that they were going and finding people without them even having to really try too hard, I think. But, nah, they were trying hard. But yeah, You but, could tell, but you the, could see it when it started, when you realized that Vine was gonna die. I, I paid so much, I didn't act in it at all, but I paid attention to it and you could see that transition and you could tell the people that were gonna fucking do it and the people that didn't. And right. some people just died with the app. Yeah, that's it, that's end crazy. of the career. They were getting brand deals, thousands and thousands of dollars and just died because yeah. they didn't fucking do it. Yeah, and I think so like, 
and you think about, let's talk even Jacob Owens right now. Like if Instagram goes down for Jacob Owens right now, he has YouTube, mm -hmm. right? And he has Twitter and he has whatever else, the people who buy shit from his company or whatever. And I think it's it's so important and something that I've even told myself I need to do. Like if you, you gotta build a stronger foundation and this isn't just about followers because who cares? No. But it's also like you said, like if Instagram is your only place that you can show your worth, then what if that goes down tomorrow, right? right? You like if you have a a Vimeo account that has all your work, you got a website, you got you, people, you have people that know your email or people that are finding you from X Y Z. You're doing YouTube, you're on Twitter, like you're gonna be good no matter what. And yeah. I think that's important to think about. Like if the only thing that you're valuing is the fact that oh I have X amount of followers or oh I have these posts on my Instagram, like it's crazy thing we put so much egg, I, I pretty much all my eggs right now because I don't have a site and I'm waiting until I feel like it's the right time. But like. If right now, if I I gotta go pull up shit on my phone because I don't have a place for other people to go see it, you know? Yeah, which is super trash. Yeah, and I just deleted mine because <laughs> I hated the way the old one looked. I was like, oh, I'll fix this, and I deleted it before I had a plan. And now I'm way too fucking busy with everything else, and my shit's just gone. So when you try to search anything about me, it's probably I don't know what it takes you to honestly, which is terrifying, but. It, it is something that everyone should be thinking about because it can literally change just like that. But I mean, damn, it's- And so that's another, I think another way to look at this too is like, if you're a creator and you're like, man, I wish I had X amount of followers or whatever, right? And you're looking at other creators and like, they just they just have a pop in Instagram, but you but you have a legitimate solid ass reel. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you're gonna win regardless because you have that foundation of like, you can send that reel to people. You can send them your site, you can email them. You can still get jobs without it because you've like set it in place and understood like, okay, I can't just put it all here. I need to like have a face for myself on the internet elsewhere. And almost organizing, just sitting down and realizing like, okay, cool. If I've been pushing a lot of energy into my Instagram shit, what are the things that I want to highlight to clients? And then how can I facilitate that? So I can make it very obvious that I do those things well. So if maybe it isn't as professional to say, Hey guys, what up? Blah, 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 blah. I would love to work with you. I got 10,000 followers on IG and the company's saying like, I don't give a fuck. Cause you're not hitting us. You're clearly not hitting us to do a brand deal. Cause we have millions of people with millions of followers hitting us up all day long to get our shit for free. But if you were hitting them up for a job opportunity and that's all you're basing your work on, it's like, I've been able to accumulate 10,000 followers for blah, 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 blah. No one gives a fuck. But if you were able to say, yo, check out my site. I, I would really love to work with you guys. I, I do X, Y, Z. You can see that demonstrated right here on my website that is very easy to find. I'm in full control of this and no one can change that shit. That's like, that's like um, fucking, who was just talking about that? I was just listening, maybe it was Joe Rogan or someone else and they were talking about um, following and like all this shit, but they were like, uh, oh, it was about, they were talking about like Ticketmaster and stuff. It was like with Charlemagne the God. And he said something about how people are so interested how the rate of like, we talked about it too, interaction from followers where you said something about like Kim K is like got the most followers, yeah. but her interaction is so low. Yeah. Because then there's other creators that have smaller followings and brands are looking at these people right now because their reaction's so good. Like they could say some shit and people will react to it. Brands want to put money into that. That's mm -hmm. for sure the fucking main point. That's why they used to spend and still do millions of dollars on commercials because if they made it look fire or if Shaq sat in the fucking Prius or whatever the fuck it was, people were gonna be like, oh, I love Shaq. I but love even then in, modern, in today's time, that's why these influencers that have the, the engagement is not only people like the people that are worth the most on Instagram are not only people who get the most engagement, likes, comments, whatever, shares, but like there are people on Instagram that 
if the if they say something, if they say they like something, or if they say they have a code, or if they say go watch this, the there is a fucking large percentage of their followers that will actually act on it. Yeah. And those are the people who feel the most connected to the to their to whoever they're following, right? They trust them. So like for example, someone who Kim K, she has who who knows, 175, 200 million followers, who knows, right? So many people, there's a like, even though that's so many people, and she'll still, of course, make so much money off off of, of things, but other people have followings that are much more invested in 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 them or and, niche and, and will act on it and those are the most valuable people mm-hmm. because even at now like cool Shaq is or LeBron's in the Kia so I think cool Kias are are I guess they're kind of tight but I'm I'm not to make me go get a Kia versus like versus like uh um literally Travis Scott the other day had a custom Reese's Puffs box and I went to the grocery store and I was like damn I forgot Reese's Puff for fire and I literally bought the box because that, because you know what I mean? Or like one time Ray Strummond wore a pair of Pumas and, I was, and that made me realize like, yo, Pumas are tight yeah. before we even work with Jay. Right. And I, I remember I was like, damn, those clouds are really dope. And I went and bought them because mm. I'm influenced by, it's crazy if you think about it, you're subconsciously influenced by people all the time. This is a different all topic, day. but like, but like because you're connected to them and they've built like, you like their music, you like their fashion, you like their shows, you like all this stuff. So you're invested in like a wide variety of things. What you know are what we? I mean? What is this topic about? I don't know how we got here. Yeah, we're way off. <laughs> Whoopsies. Maybe that's another morning roast we should talk about. Yeah. The power of influence. That's a dope one. I'm gonna write that. Down. I don't know how. We, yeah, power of influence. Uh, anyway, like, don't fucking put all your eggs in one basket. <laughs> for <laughs> fucking sure. I just you don't want to be fucked in that situation. But honestly, even Jacob Owens in his interview, he was talking about how he utilized that. What was the app called? Um, or the website where he would like post his photos that he wasn't going to post. Oh, Unsplash. Unsplash. And he became the number one most followed user on that platform just by sharing some shit that he was, he thought was great, but he wasn't going to share it on his personal IG because it didn't fit that brand. And he found another avenue and now he's like one of the top people there. And he's gotten tons of work out of it and tons of paid opportunities and people that were paying him for his photos and all this shit just through that because he just was like, eh, fuck, I don't know what's up with this, but I'll, I'll do it. And now he may have an entire audience over there, right. a whole new batch of fucking clientele and all this shit. And he could streamline them from, hey, if you want to see more of this type of content, go to my IG. If you want to see more of this type of content, go over here, blah, 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 blah. The quote that he said that I thought was really dope that I liked the most from him is he said, cast as many lines into the lake as possible. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and that's what this really comes down to this entire episode. It's like ca- casting as many lines means, okay, cool. You're popping on Instagram, but like, you, maybe you should start like this. I'm talking to myself. You're on Instagram, but like cast another line. Why haven't you tried YouTube out yet? Why haven't you tried Twitter out yet? Why haven't you tried these stuff out yet? Because the more lines you have in the lake, the, the bigger chance, like the bigger chance you can catch fish. You yep. know what I mean? Big ass fish. Um, cool. And also go get brand deals. Cause apparently we wanted to go there with this. One. <laughs> <laughs> there? I have no idea how the fuck we got there. Uh, all right, cool. Uh, if you took anything away from this, let us know in the comments. We'd love to know. Um, and yeah, mm, we'll just end it like that. This is good. Yep. All right, see you guys.